Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, Calimera, Yasas, as they say here in Greece. You're here tuned in to Patrick Young and the Rowdies. I'm your host, Gator basketball great Patrick Young, currently stationed across the Atlantic Oceans here in Athens, Greece, to give you all things Florida basketball and more. First off, I want to thank you from wherever you are, from the bottom of my heart. It means so much to me and the folks at the field of 68 Media Network that have helped to make this podcast possible. Thank you for listening. Now, could you do us another favor as we walk this journey together by liking, rating, reviewing, sharing this podcast so we can get this out to the people that are interested in Florida basketball, sports in general, it doesn't matter. But anyways, I know you're excited about our guest. I can't wait to get into it. He's got a lot to say about this upcoming year. And without further ado, here is Anthony DeRuji. I'm so excited about our next up and coming guest. He is the new number four. You know, it still hurts my heart to see someone else wearing my number, but I am so grateful to have this red shirt junior that I've gotten a chance to get to know and love up on. And I'm so excited for him coming into this year. Without further ado, here is the one and only Anthony DeRuji. What's going on, Ann? How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, Pat. I'm doing good, man. All is well, man. It's grinding. That's all. Grinding. It's it's been a, a heck of a year grinding, huh? Just uh, you know, coming off of your redshirt year, you set out, and then coming into this new season after uh, the NCAA tournament had gotten canceled. Uh, what has it been like uh, coming into preparing for this new season with college life being so different and everything that's going on? Yeah, it's been much different. Uh, you know, just with the whole COVID situation and everything like that. Um, definitely have had to really be patient, um, I'll say, uh, throughout this redshirt year um, and just coming into this season. Um, one thing that I've grown in is patience, you know, and uh, really embracing the journey. Um, school looks a lot different. Um, obviously, we're, you know, doing Zooms at home. Uh, we're not really, you know, socializing. We can't do that or just meet with, you know, other people and stuff like that, like the whole college lifestyle and everything. Uh, so it's really been uh, just Zooms. Um, and then working out really, you know what I mean? Um, but like I said, it's been a grind. It's definitely been a big adjustment, but uh, you have to be able to adapt, um, just continue to get better. So that's, uh, you know, Gator fans, they, they probably don't recognize you yet, but I, I guarantee you're going to be a household name in this upcoming season. Let's get to your journey. Uh, first off, where are, you, where are you from? Let's fill in people that don't know you about some uh, basic foundations about Anthony DeRuji. Hey, yes. So I'm originally from Bronx, New York. Um, I lived there until I was about five years old. Then I moved to um, Maryland, Germantown, Maryland, and that's where I was raised. Um, and that's kind of where I've been, you know, the majority of my life. So growing up there, uh, got on the, the high school AAU circuit and ended up, like, like what, what was your, your path uh, with, with basketball at that point? Wow, my path was kind of crazy. Um, I went to three different high schools. Um, that's something that a lot of people don't know, but I started off going to, uh, you know, my public school, ninth grade year. Um, and then I actually, no, I actually went to a private school in DC, Archbishop Carroll, excuse me. And then, um, I transferred midway through back to my public school. And then after that year for my 10th grade year, um, I did not play basketball. I just ran track in my public school. What? And then um, after that, 
that next year I left and then I was transferred to St. Andrews, which is where um, a school in Potomac, St. Andrews Episcopal School. So thankful for that community. Uh, they embraced me when I really became a better student, um, a better student on the game, just a better person and really was able to kind of thrive and find a home over there. What led to all the, the different uh, transfers or the factors into that? Was it just uh, family or just you, uh, the way you were being used or you know, what, what led into all those different decisions? You know, I think it was really as a kid, I moved a lot um, and I didn't really have as much, uh, I would say stability, I would say. Um, and you know, when you're young, uh, you kind of, I was coming out of middle school and I just wanted the best for myself. And, you know, the public schools around our area weren't, weren't the best. Um, so I knew going to a private school was probably better um, for me. Um, but so I wanted to really go to a private school and then things just didn't really work out. Um, so I guess it was really God kind of using that time um, to just develop me. And like I said earlier, like really embrace my journey. So it definitely has built a lot of character um, in me. It's, it's amazing. You know, I've just, I've learned throughout the years, just not to judge the moment uh, because we know success is in a linear path that there's many hurdles and things that look messy in the middle that get us to another place in life where we're like, wow, you know, if, if those things didn't happen, I wouldn't be where I am now. And, you know, another place that you went for, for a little bit of your college career was, was at Louisiana Tech. Tell us, tell us about uh, get first off the recruiting process and then your time there. Yeah, so the recruiting process, um, like I said again, um, I, coming out of high school, I, I committed in my 11th grade year, I verbally committed. And that's kind of like something that you don't really do. I committed without even taking a visit. Um, and I was pretty kind of naive in the recruiting process um, back mm -hmm. then. Um, you know, so I ended up at Louisiana Tech uh, I still did um, fairly well over there. Um, my first year there, I didn't play. Um, I was just kind of, you know, freshman learning curve, everything so fast. I didn't really understand, you know, how my coaches wanted to play. And it was just really tough for me. Um, but as I continued to get better um, and continue to strive um, and just continue to grind, I earned a starting spot. And then once I earned a starting spot, you know, I pretty much just took off from there. So I would say my time at Louisiana Tech seen as pretty much a stepping stone for um, was a development type of period, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I just always been stuck to the process, you know, and I just always stayed the course um, and, and just embraced my journey throughout. So Louisiana Tech is always going to have, you know, uh, a good place in my heart. Um, and, and it represents a, a good a good place in me. So after uh, these first two years at, at Tech, obviously uh, you, you decided you wanted to make a change or just things lined up for you that you did. It, it, it seemed as though God led you to yeah. make a decision. Uh, we got an opportunity to speak about it earlier this year when I was staying in, Jack, in, uh, in Gainesville in January and February. And it was just uh, looking at Baylor, which was one of the team, final teams that you decided not to go to. Right. They were number one country at the time yeah. at one point before the pandemic. You know, what, what led into your factors of deciding to go to Florida over Baylor? Yeah, you know, so um, like you said, Baylor was really big. Um, I think Baylor, you know, had really great culture. Obviously, they're number one. Um, 
great coach, um, Coach Drew, great coach. Um, but something drew, drew me to Florida. I don't know why. Um, it was kind of last minute. Um, and, you know, Coach White had coached at Louisiana Tech um, before I came there. So, you know, there's a little connection over there. Um, but I just really like Florida. I, I love the legacy that Florida had. Um, I believe that Florida had great culture. Um, they just, it was just very appealing. Um, and I felt like it would help me, you know what I mean? As a man, as a basketball player, you know, all the, the connections and network with people I get to meet, you know, um, even having a relationship with you, you know what I mean? That's part of, you know, coming to Florida. So really that led to my decision. And as soon as I took a visit to Florida, I kind of, pretty much was just like set and I was like, yeah, I'm coming. I'm gonna be a gator. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think you definitely think you made the right choice. But uh obviously uh coming out of a year where you transfer, um the whole this whole past season you had to sit out and get acclimated to Gainesville. Uh, this is a time where you really focus a lot more on your life outside of basketball as well was staying in love with the process, staying in love with getting better, getting acclimated to the system, opportunities, people that you've met, how have you grown in that, in that one year of sitting out that you think is gonna not only just translate to you being a better basketball player in person, but for the rest of your life. What are some things that uh, you, yeah, you learned in this year of sitting out and being patient, as you said? I learned, you know, I learned really that you know, I'm a man of faith, and um, I learned that, you know, God really, um, he prepares leaders in um, like a slow cooker, you know, and it's not, he doesn't prepare leaders uh, um, in a microwave. Um, so I really, um, I really learned the virtue of patience, you know, and patience is such a big um, thing in my journey, just seeing, you know, like you said earlier, Everything is not just up, you know, there's going to be some highs, there's going to be some lows. And I think um, throughout my year, just being able to sit out, I've fully been able to be found in God um, and follow God wholeheartedly um, and figure out, you know, his purposes for me, which is bigger than basketball, you know what I mean? So I've really just been able to find purpose and um, that has really kind of changed my life. I, I usually tell people, I think me sitting out and not playing basketball was like one of the best years of my life. And it sounds funny, but I was really able to be embraced by community, find people here, you know, um, work in the community, serve and really find purpose, you know, for my life. And I think that's going to follow me all the days of my life, you know, um, just being a leader and being a servant leader um, in the community. And uh, that translates on the basketball court as well. You know what I mean? So that's. How can you not love this guy? I mean, seriously, he's, what, what are you now, 20, 22, 21? 22. Yeah. 22. When I met you, you, when I met you, you were 21. And literally the first conversation that I had with you, you're just like, you know, I just know my life is more than basketball and I'm trying to serve and just be the, and I'm just like, who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this guy that's so wise beyond his years that is literally giving me a slice of humble pie? You know, I'm I'm caught up in a a, a little 
the egocentric thinking of myself. And then I got this, this young guy that's sitting out a year talking about how he can serve and, and be a better leader. And I'm like, I want to be like him. <laughs> but you know, tell me, tell me about some of these, some of those relationships that you got to form and the, the things that you've got to do in the community. You know, people, you know, they hear, hear you doing these things, but uh, you know, maybe they want to get involved. They want to, they want to kind of be, a, it's hard right now being able to showcase and involve people incorporate them right now because of COVID. Uh, but what are some things that you've been able to do in the community and, and how have you gotten connected and who, with whom have you gotten connected with them? Yeah. Um, so I would say, you know, uh, spiritual elders, obviously in the community, um, Kevin Sides is a guy um, who has been a tremendous uh, blessing in my life and has pretty much helped propel um, my relationship with the Lord. Um, and just helping guiding me on the path that God already has for me. Um, so that's one guy. Um, and my man, Joel, who's the chaplain for the football team, also been a big impact in my life. You know what I mean? Um, you know, just being a man of God, um, a man of integrity, high character. Um, he often talks about purpose um, a lot. You know what I mean? And he is a pastor at a local church greenhouse that I go to as well. Um, so they have really been able to help me and guide me in the direction that God has for me um, on a foundational level. Um, and I've been able to, you know, work um, just campus ministries and sports yeah. ministries, you know, whether that's a big Monday um, events. I know you're familiar with that and uh, your time here at Florida uh, where, you know, um, varsity athletes just come and discuss faith, life, and sport and how they all intersect. Um, being able to lead Bible studies um, this summer with some of my peers, um, principles of an athlete, um, and just knowing how to implement our faith in our sport. Um, and then now, um, I just, me and my parents ended up finishing our last week of uh, men's small group Bible study. Um, so that's been uh, a lot of things I can do in the community with like helping um, and volunteering at local elementary schools. I know I was serving at PK Young. Uh, last year throughout my sit-out year um, and I was blessed and able to be baptized um, not too long ago at the um, swimming pool, um, the UF swimming pool. Um, the coach over there granted us with permission um, and you know the authorities granted us permission. Um, Scott Strickland and J.D. was out there and everything like that and I was able to bring my teammates and people wow. in the with me, yeah, it was a blessing, man. That's incredible. So, so say that again, uh, so the people can hear that again. You, you were baptized at the UF's uh, right. uh, swimming pool in front of uh, Scott Strickland, the AD, um, mm -hmm. the head swimming coach, and your teammates. Right. You know right. that that had to be nerve wracking, you know, a little bit at first, right? Yeah, it was just like wow, like the AD of the school is like you know, and it's just like. Man, that's favor. It's favor from God, you know, because I think Kev was telling me like that's never really happened before. And um No. I was just like, wow, like a dude like me, like I was Do you, Well man, you know, it's just it's just awesome just to see how you've transformed and to continue to grow it. Uh, you know, people people will wonder or uh, you know, I guess a not a criticism, but I guess they'll say, you know, is this is this newfound faith that you have not newfound, but is this affecting your competitiveness uh, in basketball? You know, how is it 
how is this going to affect you being that competitor, the, the you know, guy, everyone, he has a 44. I think it, last time we spoke, it was a 44 inch vertical. Yeah. I'm not sure. Is it, is it higher or lower than that now? That's yeah, probably the same. It's probably the same. Probably the same. Six foot seven with a 44 inch vertical. But anyways, um, how can I ask this for you exactly? How, how can you, how are you going to, especially making such a bold statement uh, in your faith and where you stand and who, who you're trying to be? You know, how are you going to balance your competitiveness on the court with your humility and your others focused mindset? Right. Yeah. You know, that, that has definitely been something uh, that, you know, um, I would say coaches um, have assessed about me at times, you know, um, the competitive spirit um, and, you know, people often misconcept, uh, you know, the faith and, you know, Jesus and like, you know, Christians are, you know, nice and fucking kind. And that is true. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean I can't be bold, you know, and play with a lot of passion because the Lord has gifted me with all the talents that he, he has for me. So with that, you know, I'm giving him my all, you know, when I'm, when I'm on the court, you know, whatever that looks like. And it's going to be in a, a humble way, you know what I mean? And it's going to reflect on Jesus. Um, so I think growing in my faith only helps me as a basketball player. Um, it helps me as a leader, um, you know, to encourage my teammates. But it also helps me to to be a hard worker, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not going to demand anything um, out of somebody that I won't demand out of myself, you know, because you, you have to serve. And that's the best way I feel like uh, to lead is to serve. As I just said, wise beyond your words, uh, you, man, you're, you're, you're blessing me. It's a blessing to have you on. Uh, but yeah, it, you know, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate um, that our society at times wants athletes to strictly only be athletes. Uh, yep. Not to have voices, not to have opinions, not to chime in on anything that they have an opinion about. And, you know, it's, it's almost, it, you're almost in a position as a man to be feared because you realize your life is so much more than basketball. Right. Yet you're in the middle of something that you believe is your purpose and your platform. And you're going to use whatever you got it place you and you're going to give it the best you got and knowing that to be in a position where you know i don't need this what i'm what i'm at because god can use me for so many other things yet i'm here and i'm going to use where he has me and i'm going to be the best and give my best every day man it's got to it's got to be so encouraging for you to, to continue to have that mindset every day it is it definitely is and, and i always you know remind myself that like you said, um, use use basketball. Let God use me. And I always have to keep that mindset and not let basketball use me. You know what I mean? Exactly. Use me. Um, and as long as I keep that mindset, you know, God has brought me to Florida. Um, and and I'm, I'm sure he's going to continue to, to bring me to, to newer heights. He absolutely is. So, um, I, I got to talk to this, the coach white about this for a little bit. Um, you know, the whole aura or just environment of the team was, it just seemed like one thing was missing to help the team close games, to stay competitive because outside looking in, 
Florida basketball had all the elements it needed to be successful. I'm mean, not that the program hasn't been successful, but you know, uh, our Gator fans, they want, they want wins, they want championships, we want reigns, et cetera. Uh, you know, from your perspective, what, did, what, what could you see was missing uh, from the basketball team the last season? I feel like the will, the will to win and like passion. I would say the will and passion. Um, I would say, you know, you just play to win and you don't play to not lose. And I feel like sometimes there'll be times where we might get discouraged um, and then play not to lose or, you know, I want to play not to like mess up, but I feel like just the will, like you have to go out there, you have to have fun, and you have to play with passion, and you have to play for each other. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's fun playing basketball that way with a group of guys. And you guys yeah. are all, all in, you know what I mean? Locked in and playing for each other. Um, so I'll say that's like the biggest thing. Um, and I, I think it led to a lot of inconsistency, um, you know, with us. Um, but, you know, I think we're trying to to just take leaps, you know, this year um, and just hopefully just, you know, be bought in very early uh, and be consistent and uh, always play to win. Uh, gosh, I just had my thought. I had a good question to ask you following that one. Um, It's coming back to me. They 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 edit this so it, they'll cut this part out. Uh, gosh, man, I had a good question. I had a good question to come into that, bro. Uh, about the team locking in uh, consistency. Uh, man, okay, I'll just move to the next one. Um, so, Tommy, um, you know, coming coming into the season. What, what are you seeing your role uh, for this team? And because fans haven't seen you play, you know, they can go back and look at old tape at La Tech, but, you know, you're a different player, you're a different man, you're going to be using a different system. Uh, what can fans expect to see when they see you this year? Right. I think fans can be able to expect um, energy, uh, high motor, um, I would just say versatility, um, defense rebounding um and then on the offensive end just a guy you know who can spot it shoot um I, my game is still developing um and uh but my main focus really you know we have such a lot of guys who can score the ball um you know guys like Trey Moore guys like Noah Lock, Keontae Johnson you know what I mean um so I think my role is it's fairly easy you know I'm just coming um Focus on playing hard, um, playing with a lot of passion, um, and just being a good teammate. You know, yeah. just in the right reads, um, and really just starts on the defensive end, um, and then I think offense kind of carry itself over. But I would say, motor. Yeah, I mean the, the best advice I can I can give you, uh, just keeping it simple, is you know the motivation in general gets you started but it's creating the habits every day that, that pays dividends. Coach Donovan talked about it in our first podcast about 
uh, fighting for engineering because at a certain point, you know, it's, it's really hard to, to get everything you want to get in during the season, especially you know, as far as the way you want to work out, getting extra shots, because the most important thing at, 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 one, at a certain point is how fresh are you coming into each game, being in the best condition that you can be possibly. And, you know, it's doing the little things, being an everyday guy that, okay, I probably can't work on a certain thing, aspect of my game at this high level, but I can work on getting this many shots up. I can do some extra mobility stuff. I can uh, get some extra film. I can get in early with the trainer. If he can point to any weaknesses or things I have, it's just having that mindset that of, of now that you're a professional, you, you're a pro professional now because you're a public image, a public figure. And right now your body is your business. And that we, we know, we know you're more than that, but, for now, 22 years old, you have the opportunity to use your body for where, wherever God is going to allow, allow it to take you. Right. But I wanted to ask you, and um, uh, Coach White spoke about this in his when I had him earlier, um, that the team has gotten a chance to bond. You guys have gotten a chance to bond so much more in, in the midst of this pandemic and that we can expect the level of basketball probably this whole season, upcoming season, to be very high. What are some things that you guys did to – uh, fight boredom, fight uh, boredom of just sitting around and boredom of the process. Because at one point, it's just the dorm and the gym, the dorm and the gym, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, um, I think um, I would say the biggest highlight um, was the, the fighting for social injustice. Um, and um, we were really able to go march uh, for those issues, um, and I think a lot of a lot of people came out, um, and it wasn't just the basketball team, but it was um, other you know student athletes. And I think anytime you know you're able to to bond outside of your sport, um, it's really big. Um, and with people who share the same um, the uh, the same passions and you know uh, compassion and care for those issues, then it's really good. Um, so we were able to see, you know, people in other lights and just seeing them for who they are, you know, more than their sport. Um, and I think in those um, environments, we truly were able to connect. Um, and we had a lot of Zoom calls throughout this quarantine, um, along with just calling each other. Like I know I tried to call, you know, all my teammates and talk to them to see what they were doing. Um, and just really taking the initiative, to, you know, to reach out yeah talk. i think it's um not a lot of people do that as much um but you know just trying to get to know people like just who they are you know aside from that yeah you're able to coach white gives um, some opportunity to do that um just get to know uh, each other wow you just you gave us so much to dig into i mean uh from the aspect, how did the university and the, the basketball team help to open that door for you guys to, to, to march? I know uh, you and Scotty Lewis have done some things um, in fighting against social injustice. How did that door open up for you and how did they, you know, pretty much lay the red carpet to help you guys uh, stand up for what you um, are voicing? Right. Yeah. So Coach White really uh you know, throughout uh, this quarantine, he was the one who was kind of really encouraging us um, to just use our platform. You know, it's 2020. 
um, being a college athlete is, is fairly a little different than it was, um, you know, in the years past. Um, just with us being able to use our platform for for a greater cause. Um, he was the one who really kind of initiated that, and he actually um, gave us an opportunity to talk with the UAA um, in the athletic department. And um, all of them, I think it was about like 170 people on the call. And it was just, um, it was just a time where they can really just listen to our experiences. Wow. That was like, that was great. You know what I mean? And I was just thankful that, you know, the whole UAA were giving us athletes, you know, that platform and that opportunity um, to just share, you know, ourselves, our struggles, um, and just learn from each other. Um, overall, ultimately. Um, so that was like a really uh, great experience and uh, kind of just showed um, the culture of the foreign games. Man, that, that's got to make you proud to be a Gator right there. It has to. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, makes me really proud to be a Gator. Makes me really proud of my university. Mm -hmm. uh, how important is it to you for not only yourself, but for other student athletes to express their creativity and individuality. Yeah, I think it's really important, man. Um, I'm just a guy who, who I really like when people express who they are, and like I like seeing other people's passions because I think, you know, in society, a lot of times you can just really box people in, and um, you know, well, you're this and you're a basketball player. You know, you're a singer or you're a writer. Um, but the thing is, you know, we're we're not created just to be just one thing, you know what I mean? And, right. and, and, and um there's much more to us that we're very complex. Um and you should express all that. And you should, you know, express if you can sing, sing. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a basketball player, like people have many gifts and uh, I think you should use it and you should embrace it and not be ashamed. So being all that you were created to be is, is always what I'm for. Speaking of which, um, somebody on Twitter, I mean, uh, people that follow you on social media would know that you do, uh, you've posted a few poet poems and some lyrics in here and in, in here and there. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to share with us today? I know I, I text you, uh, I'd love for you to express some of that to the fans to, to hear your work. Yeah, I could um, I could share this one right with you. Um, I actually performed it at Big Monday, but it's called God is Good. God is good all the time. He opened my eyes when I was blind. Seek the kingdom up high and all things shall align. When draw a tie, I'm fine. Lord, deepen my faith like fine wine. As time continues, I get better. Because of your sweet grace, I just want to taste that we step back love from above. All praise to you because you are true. It's because of you I'm still standing here. Because of you, I shall not fail. Transform my heart like a work of art. You are the master artist, creating a masterpiece in me. Peace you give on to me. My soul longs to be with you. Help me sprout like a tree and flee from the things that are not of you. I want to be the art that you created me to be. It is in you that I am free. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. Whoa. <laughs> Man. How, how, how often are you, are you writing? 
Um, I'm not writing as often right now. Um, to be honest, um, I was. You act like you got something to do uh, next week or something. Yeah, I know. I mean, you got, like you got basketball or something going on. Oh wait, you do. <laughs> I used to write a lot last year when I was sitting out and the boys would be on the the road and I wasn't able to travel. Um, but I've been able to try to you know, and I'm just you know spending a lot of solitude and quiet time. Um, sometimes you know I might just be inspired. I might just start writing. Um, so. I'm always going to try to continue to really just perfect that craft and continue to explore. Hey, man, that was very impactful. I hope you continue, continue writing. I'll be mad at you if you stop. <laughs> um, please put that, don't, you know, the, the, the one thing that I've come to learn, uh, one thing that I've come to learn as well in this life is that, um, the pursuit of truly being yourself, of figuring out who you are, what you love, what's valuable to you, uh, it can take some time. But when you can be around people, when you can finally let go of that fear of what people will think about me, um, it can be so transformative for yourself because I want friends and I want people around me that are gonna love me when I'm my true, genuine, authentic self, flaws and all, you know, I don't want to have to pretend to be somebody that I'm not and fake doing something. It's, you know, that some situations are different, you know, when you're married, you got, you got to sacrifice for your wife sometimes to do things you don't like. <laughs> the marriage ain't going to last very long if you're like, I don't want to do this all the time. But, but yeah, definitely brother, continue that pursuit, continue staying rooted and grounded uh, in who you you know you are. Um, going forward, got a few more questions for you, my man. Um, what are your ambitions as an athlete and what do you want to achieve through playing basketball? Not only this year, um, but if you, you know, had a vision board and you write down five years, 10 years, or when I'm done playing, you know, what are, what are some things you hope to accomplish? Things I hope to accomplish, um, well, for one, However, this may look like I would want to max out um, as a basketball player and be the best version of myself. Um, I want to use basketball in a way where I impact people um, and I help them explore their other passions. Um, and then um, I want to use basketball really to empower the youth. I have a heart um, for serving, as I said, um, and I want to show you know, kids that, you know, you don't have to just be one thing um, and just you're created for so much more. Um, and then uh, lastly, but most importantly, you know, through God using me for basketball, I want ultimately um, to use basketball as a means uh, to lead people to God um, and, and seeing my life and seeing how I play, that they can uh, see the love of Jesus. Um, and that ultimately they may know that you know, God um, is a relational God and uh, God cares for them and wants relationship with them, you know, so. Amen. Uh, Man, that's some powerful stuff, bro. Um, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for not only this year, but uh, just that I've been 
blessed to be a part of your life, even if for how long it's going to be. You know, I'm, I'm always cheering for you. I'm super excited for the season. I wish I was going to be there. I wish fans are – hopefully somehow fans are able to hop into the old dome and get that thing rocking some kind of way because it's weird playing without fans. But I'll tell you, man, um, people see your heart. They see getting a chance to, to get a picture and to not just you as the number four and just the guy that jumps really high. But they're going to see how much you love wearing orange and blue, how much you love God and how much you love the community and the world serving you. So anyways, um, Anthony, thank you so much for your time. You have been the fourth episode of Patrick Young and the Rowdies. Uh, everyone, please, if you get an opportunity, rate this episode, share, uh, at Anthony, go ahead and shout out your, your Twitter and Instagram handle. Okay, my uh, Twitter is Anthony underscore Derucci. That is D-U-R-U-J-I. And then Twitter handle is Ant Deruji, A-N-T-D-U-R-U-J-I. You heard it. That's the man himself, Anthony Deruji, red shirt junior, playing for the Florida Gators, wearing number four, six foot seven, forward with a 44-inch vertical. Cannot wait to see this guy high flying. Anyways, again, this was the podcast. Please rate, share, subscribe, review. Get it to anyone that's a Florida Gator basketball fan or just a basketball fan in general. Thank you guys so much for this time. Gator Nation, stay rowdy.